Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Game. We just had a great conversation with Arthur Blank, owner of our Atlanta Falcons, talking about a variety of things. And, Mike, he talked about, you know, he feels like they're going to be better this year. Um, so do we, um, I hope. But I have to see how free agency plays out. I've got to see what we do in the draft. It's way too early for me to tell you guys anything as far as what next year is going to look like. But he's being optimistic. But he talked about not being a meddler, Mike. And, and listen, we've had this conversation, and we've talked a lot about whether the Deshaun Watson decision and trying to go after him was a front office decision or was it an ownership decision. Right. But he basically just said to us that that's not in his nature. Listen, I love Arthur, Arthur Smith. I don't think that he's necessarily telling a fib. But, Mike, he said to us, I'm in on all of these decisions. I need to know why they're making these decisions. Mm. So it's not as if he's not sitting at the table when they say, hey, we want to do something, and he has a vote. It's not like he doesn't. Right. And, again, that's why I started the conversation by saying, like, if I owned a team, I'd be meddling too. I'd be in there. But he says no. I just was always under the impression that it's specifically, you know, the, the well, the, the Julio, if you want to go chronologically, you know, starting with Julio when Julio wanted more money and then Arthur says Falcon for life, you know, you kind of, that's meddling. You know, and then later on, you know, with Ryan, that was the contract, though, though, that was beyond Arthur, that was just a situation that the general manager created. But then once you try to segue out of a, how do you segue from a, you know, legendary quarterback here and, and stay competitive? And the obvious way to try to do that is segue to another established quarterback, and that would have been Deshaun Watson. And it just seemed by everything we read leading up to it, there was not interest from from the Falcons. At least we thought you know, our new general manager was going to try to pull that off because it, it's financially impossible, you know. And then the, you know the Browns came in with an un- unbelievable offer, which blew everybody away. It was like a poker game, right, Carl? Yeah. And it just seems like I just don't think Fontenot, just from my two cents worth, would put himself in a position like that, knowing the outcome was probably a ten percent at best. Well, he was brand new too, I right? Mean- you're coming in, and that's that's not to say that it might not have happened, but uh, I mean, you know, from his standpoint, but that's the move you're going to make. You're coming in and trying to build foundation. He just told us, Arthur Arthur Brunk just told us, one of the reasons why they liked Ryan Nielsen was because he's a foundation guy. He wants to build in the trenches. I think Terry Fontenot f- believes that in all the years that he was there with, with New Orleans. I, I don't think that you come in and go, yeah, I'm just going to, you know, make this big deal for a quarterback, but it, that has passed. Um, did he answer the question I asked him about Desmond Ritter? Do you think he answered it? Yeah. I mean, I mean, <laughs> see, I like Ritter, and I think a lot of the fan base likes Ritter, but they're always going to be more intrigued about somebody like a Bryce Young, but that's not in the offense. He's going to be gone by the time we select. So then there's other established quarterbacks that are out there. I can't get excited about Derek Carr or Garoppolo. I'd like to bet on the come with a guy like Ritter, although to many fans, though, they, they'd prefer an established name. Maybe the owner prefers an established name in a year where we've got some cap space. That's why I asked the question. I just thought the, the Watson thing, the worst part about the Watson thing was you marginalized Matt Ryan, and then you didn't get full market value when you had to trade him. 
What do you guys think? You heard Arthur Smith, or blank should I say, the owner of our Falcon football team just moments ago, 404-741-0929. We will get back into some Hawks conversation, guys. They lose last night, trade deadline tomorrow, 3 o'clock, and there are lots of rumors out there. You know I don't start them, I just Mm. talk about them once they're out, and the Hawks apparently are at least accepting phone calls. Does it mean they're going to do anything? I've said to you guys, I don't believe that's going to happen. We'll see, Mike. Let's continue to talk, though, about Arthur Blank and, and this whole leadership um, and, and his philosophy about, you know, the coaches. He says that he believes that Arthur Smith is, you know, true to a fault at some times and, right. and honest. But he also talked about, you know, Terry Fontenot and, and the hiring practices in the NFL, which I thought was interesting when he laid out those numbers about general managers, presidents, um, still lacking in the area, obviously, of head coaches. But Arthur, that's never been an issue for Arthur for Arthur Blank. Mike, when we talk about his legacy, mm-hmm. he's always been a guy that's been willing to try to hire and be inclusive in the process. Yeah, I know that uh, we feel, you know, as far as this league, I, I, do, you, do you feel this league is more inclusive? As a whole, no. No, I mean, we all know it. We've seen it. We've talked about it. We just, you and I did the breakdown of the coaches that were hired last year. And the only guy that McDaniel in Miami technically is considered a minority, being part African-American. But the coaches, about the qualifications, Eric Bieniemy is just as qualified as Nathaniel Hackett. And somehow, and his team is always competitive. And yet, for some reason, he doesn't get a shot. And that's one, that's just one. And then the floor is, I think the good news, the one thing you could say that maybe you, would maybe back up Goodell's argument is Brian Flores didn't get blackballed, pardon the pun, after the lawsuit. That he's getting back as a D.C. Yeah. And, and by the way, since you brought up Eric Bieniemy, just real quick, and we're talking about NFL stuff, Roger Goodell spoke today as well. I do want to get to some of that here as we're talking about what Arthur Smith or Arthur Blank uh, said to us just moments ago. Uh, why would you take an offensive coordinator's job if you're Eric Bieniemy and you're going to take that same job to be the coordinator with the Ravens, Mike, when mm. you're in Kansas City no. and you have arguably the best quarterback in football? Why would you do that? Yeah, I mean, unless you feel that you've been banging your head against the wall in previous job uh, interviews and getting uh, Lamar Jackson back on track would be the one thing that gets you the head coaching job. That's the only logic I could see in it. Yeah, by the way, he is up for the OC job um, in Baltimore. We don't know if he's going to take it or if it's going to be offered. I guess all of that stuff will play out after the Super Bowl. Chris, let's get back to some Roger Goodell stuff. We were talking Mm -hmm. about this earlier, um, a few things that he said today and Uh, The big officiating comment has a lot of people talking around the NFL. Mike and I believe the officiating needs to be better. I thought it was garbage in the playoffs. Mm. It has been. It's been too much of a storyline. And so Goodell was asked today about what he believes, where the officiating is. This was his response. Well, I would disagree with uh, several of the points you're making in there. So, yes, we listen to all the voices. Let's just start with that point. But we'd like to go to the facts, ultimately. So just to take your point, are we losing people from the here. field to the, uh, well, the booth? What we're talking about, it. I'll talk um, about There are 20. some that never even officiated on the NFL field. And so we didn't lose anyone. May have lost them from our office, but we didn't lose them from officiating on the field. Others are taking on that responsibility at the end of their careers. So I do not think that's a factor at all, zero. Uh, I think for us, when you look at officiating, I don't think it's ever been better in the league. There are over 42,000 plays in a season. Multiple infractions could occur on any play. Take that out or extrapolate that. That's hundreds, if not millions, of of potential fouls. And our officials do an extraordinary job of getting those. Are there mistakes in the context of that? Yes. They are not perfect, and officiating never will. But we've also had 
obviously replay and other aspects that help us address those issues to make sure they're not uh, something that uh, we can't correct on the field. Yeah, I mean, you and I have gone round and round on this. Yes, over the course from week one through week 17, you're going to miss some plays. I get that. But you shouldn't be missing plays when it's the biggest games of the year. When the, when the AFC championship is played and the refs are a story, that's a problem. And that was a big problem. We Falcon fans all know you've misinterpreted. You've given the refs too many things to interpret, like roughing the passer, which they're not calling correctly. Or it needs to be reviewed. So, I mean, look, for all due, with all due respect, Carl, he gets paid, was it $35 million a year in a private jet to answer yes, these is. questions? Yeah, and it's like 50 be, Because he takes all the heat, and he gives you a master class in complete bull. Whoop, and he's doing that today when it comes to the refs. Dukes and Bell, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Um, we were talking about Desmond Ritter. Mm. Uh, this is what Arthur Blank just told us, whether or not he believes in our quarterback moving forward, and how does he feel about it? Well, I think, you know, based on, I would say, from the time he walked into our building and on the practice field after he was drafted, he's shown great ability as a leader. Uh, he's, he's bonded well, obviously, with all the rookies. He's bonded well with the, the roster at large. Uh, when it was his opportunity, when Coach Smith made the decision in December that we had to make a change, um, I think he stepped up, and I think he played well in the last four games. I think uh, two things are important to me is that he played well better in each of the games as we went along than the last one and and uh number two he didn't he didn't throw the ball to the other team you know uh, that that's a huge deal you know keeping interceptions low in this league is very important right. you only get seven or eight uh times to to have a you know have a run with the ball and, and you want to be able to make sure you take advantage of each one of those and not flip it back to the other team arthur blank talking about desmond ritter um i, I don't know mike I mean, right now, as I sit here, it's February. We're going to go through a few months of right. things that need to happen. And I don't know if I'll know in July. I'll be honest with you guys. I mean, it's just kind of where I'm at right now. You can make a lot of these things better around Desmond Ritter and give me more confidence as a fan. But, guys, I don't know if he was really put to the test this year. Mike, I, I mm. I don't well, I mean, know. That's the thing. I mean, you're going to have a certain part of the audience is going to say, I didn't see it. Like, I, I'm honest with you. I want to, I, I wanted this guy to be the quarterback when he was drafted, but I just still don't have seen enough. But Arthur makes the case. You know, look, Huntley from the Ravens went to the Pro Bowl with slightly, <laughs> with slightly better experience. And, and again, he did not throw interceptions. Yes, you wish that you had gone to him sooner, that his first trial by fire wasn't in the Superdome, but it's, that's too late now. Drake London also had some turnovers. You know, that didn't help your, your situation. You might have scored even more points. But the most important, I think, feedback we get is from the guys working with him every day, and that's, you know, the coach, Arthur Smith. They're going to have a new quarterback's coach with him to work with, and, and maybe that'll be better. I don't know. I can't tell you what Charles London's job was. He was the QB coach. He's moving on to, to uh, Tennessee. But I think fans, everybody wants the big name. I just don't want us to spend big money on the quarterback. For the first time in our life, Carl, we're not upside down on the car. Let's yeah. go get all the stuff we need, and let's go rock and roll. Well, with a great defense, great running game, and I know it's not sexy, but a good enough quarterback. Well, that's why the Eagles, Mike, are going to be good for a minute. I mean, they're going to have to pay Jalen, but they've got themselves set mm. up. They could be in this mix for the next three years or so, maybe longer. Hey, coming up, Hawks, we need to make a trade. It's the only way we're going to turn the table over the next 30 games. We're a game below 500. Hey, Landry, are you going to do anything? <laughs> Nine, the game. 
the most important story of the day. Brought to you by MaximumCashHomeBuyers.com. Fair cash offers for as-is homes. Don't waste your time with repairs. Call 678-902-2000. Before we talk about our Atlanta Hawks trade deadline tomorrow, let's give you a chance to win some Atlanta United tickets. We've been giving them away all day long. And right now, caller 5 at 404-741-0929 is going to win a pair of Atlanta United tickets for the American Family uh, Insurance match. It's going to happen. We've been giving those away, guys. Stay tuned. If you haven't had a chance to win, we'll give more away. But, Mike, we had another pair. we got to get rid of them. Game winners coming up here. Let's talk about our Hawks. Are they going to do anything? Tomorrow, mm. 3 o'clock. Are we on the show and we go, well, the trade deadline's come and gone, and, well, we're a game under 500, and this team's <laughs> been so inconsistent, the general manager decided to just stay the course. Well, uh, what are you getting? Who are you dropping? What are you adding? What uh, is going to take you? Oh, first, let's, let's use a process of elimination. All right. Anything that would make us better is likely going to take us over into the luxury tax, Uh-oh. which is a forbidden zone. For for Tony Wrestler, we're not we're not going in there, okay. So whatever post-apocalyptic movie you want to use as a reference point, that's the Forbidden Zone. We're not going there. So if you drop Bogey and you don't bring somebody to replace the scoring, that's a quit. If you trade John Collins and you don't somebody bring somebody who at least gives you fourteen or fifteen points a night, you know that's a quit. So you gotta you gotta be very you know adept at, at, at making things work that help. Otherwise, every other sign would be your, would be considered by I think our fan base. You're a seller. So uh, how do you do it and, and and improve what we got? That means you got to spend a little more loot. We're not a championship caliber team, guys. I, and I'm not being Debbie Downer. You're Here's, telling me we can't roll the dice and throw caution to the wind? And no, I guess we can. <laughs> well, let's talk about last night, Mike. We go two and three on this road trip, okay? And, mm. and Chris, play the play the Nate sound bite where you know things just seem to go their way. I mean, we always seem to start off slow in these games, and you know, a slow pace. And last night it was well, they got to every loose ball and they won all the fifty fifty balls. We had two days where we felt like we were able to get some rest and recover and be ready for this game. We knew that they were going to uh, be tough here tonight, and I just felt like we were a step slow tonight. The ball was right there, and just seemed like we couldn't get to it quick enough. Huh. Okay. Well, I mean, we scored 35 points in the first quarter. I know, Mike. I mean, I, we were actually, we came out swinging. I, I don't know if this was more of a function of us getting, it, we got some stops late. We actually turned them over late. But right. when we, you know, when Trey hits the big three with three seconds left and we cut it to, to seven right. or six, that was like as close as we got. I think it was 113-107 at that point. And then, you know, that was your chance to maybe yeah. get, a, get a, a sneak one in. Here's where they had three guys. more defensive boards than us and six more boards on the night. So, and you just laid it out. I just thought that you know you, you the problem was it's just perimeter. The biggest problem was perimeter defense because yes. you said it. There was a, about a, a minute and a half sequence where the Pelicans literally thought the game was won, got sloppy, and yep. all of a sudden had to kick it back into gear, and we couldn't we couldn't take advantage. So Nate's basically saying they won the hustle game last night and mm. they got every loose ball. Here was the concerning thing, and this is why I'm not buying. The whole they'll flip a switch after the after the All Star game. DeAndre Hunter again didn't show up in a game last night where we needed him. Everybody else, by the way, was in double figures. DeAndre Hunter had three points. I laid it out today on social media and went round and round about you know what DeAndre DeAndre Hunter is and why I've been so disappointed. And guys want to talk about well he's been the most consistent uh, guy on this team. Well, if that's the case, that explains why we're a game <laughs> under five hundred. Yeah, I mean this this is where he's at. 
25, 14, 10, 15, 26, 23. There, were three, there was a two games we talked about. Utah and Denver. Could have used Trey on the floor in Denver, but where he went for 20 and 26. But last night, I used the phrase, Carl, hot garbage. He was absolutely terrible. The only thing he did of merit was a stop. He was on McCollum or Ingram last night down the stretch, but he didn't do anything. I mean, he was the absolute ice-cold zero and high tops last night in a game where you're trying to finish the road trip three and two. Um, Four years. You said, look, you called this months ago. You're ahead of the curve. You said it last year before the contract. I just think, Mike, I asked the question today, how is he affecting winning? It's not just DeAndre's fault. It is a team game. But if the team is flawed, this is where your general manager comes in. You know, we use that term team building. This is where your general manager comes in and your front office and says, okay, there's something not right here. We need to make an adjustment. That's why this deadline is important. But Mike's right. I mean, if we have an owner and listen, what is being said and what is the truth? Or is it somewhere in between? We have an owner that has not ventured into saying, I'm willing to be in the luxury tax, and you're cutting salary to show that you're not willing to be in the luxury tax. So right. the, the, the idea that between now and 3 o'clock tomorrow that this team will be the same, it may be. Matter of fact, surprise me. I think it will be. And right. if they make a deal, if it's one of these BS deals, Mike, to go, hey, we did a deal, and it really doesn't improve you, I'm all about getting better in the Eastern Conference. And if that doesn't happen, then don't do anything. Don't do mm. anything. Well, I mean, the only thing that can have any bearing on where this goes, and if you listen to the uh, the, uh, the interview that uh, frickin' Hugh did with our new uh, general manager, Landry Fields, he was basically, you know, using a lot of, like, you know, sort of HR corporate speak about uh, the process and empowering the players and better communication and all this <laughs> crap. But, you know, the only thing that's going to get us anywhere is, and I'll, I hate to say this, but do your job. DeAndre Hunter gave you a little snippet in Utah. He shot the lights out, 10 for 15. Denver had a good game, but he needs to go for 20 a night. DeAndre Hunter needs to be the guy who, and we, we use the comparisons to, uh, who was it? We were talking about uh, Kawhi Leonard. By year five, year four and five, he was uh, the, the guy. We need him to be the guy right now. He's got to be the guy. John Collins, this is the great debate. What is John Collins? Uh, some nights, the pick and roll works. He had a big jam down the street, went right down Broadway. Pow, big flush, big momentum moment. But those are too few and far between. So either, and the other thing, I meant to mention this to you earlier, but we were talking a lot. We'll talk more tomorrow about LeBron's legacy. We were talking about that earlier. Sure. You know, I don't want to make it sound like I'm killing Landry Fields because Landry Fields doesn't really have a track record because, you know, we haven't done anything. This will be his track record. And if we're honest, we're here because Travis Schlenk made moves that didn't work. Okay? Cam Reddish isn't here. He's a bust right now. You know, and, and Hunter, I, I don't want to put it all on Travis, but some big moves, Carl. When you get a fourth and a tenth overall, you got to make that work. Okay, so here's my rebuttal to that, and I don't disagree. But he wasn't able to perpetuate the moves he wanted to make to improve the team. You hear me? Yeah, he he's got to. He he's got to be able. This. Like, if you got to, he did this, but he's trying to fix right. it, Mike, and they're poo-pooing it. Well, why did you? The thing is, this goes back to Tony Wrestler. Why do you give Travis Schlank and the entire front office all your scouting people a contract, and then what? Less than what? 16 months, you fire everybody? Yeah. Or you move them out, I should well, say. All I'm telling you guys is, for everybody who's saying Travis did this, he did. There was a plan. But I got to tell you, back in the offseason, I said this to you guys. There was a deal on the table for John Collins. He was trying to move a guy named Bogey. Mm. So if you can't do the moves you're supposed to do to try to correct and make your team better in different ways, then, yeah, it looks like it's all his fault. But it's not. <laughs> well, here it is. If he was 
forced to make or some of these things were I said, look, we're not letting you do this. You're not buying the groceries anymore. Then Landry Fields and Nick Ressler, Tony Ressler's kid, who's involved, this young man, 20, what, 29. All right, here's your chance to prove that you guys know better than Travis Schlenk, who came from a, a, one of the best you know, blue-chip franchises in the NBA, Golden State. Show us how you fix this right now in the next, what, 18 hours. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right? You're so smart. Let's see it. Come on. Yeah, because this is it. We, we, you know, the, I love the DeJounte. I love DeJounte Murray. The guy's a stud. And he's he got is, a, he's got a kid. He we were talking today. Why do I love? Why do I put Michael and Kobe above LeBron? The killer instinct. But you know, LeBron's is, like his legacy is secured. But I want to see a team full of Dejounte Murray's. And I think Trey's kind of vacillating leadership. No pushing. You know, marginalizing Nate. There's a lot of soap opera crap that's going on with this team. So I don't know what. To your point earlier, I don't know how you fix it in, in just uh, the trade deadline. We're gonna see. Listen, we're either gonna be really interesting. Or we're going to be in a similar place we were last year, mm. which is the playing tournament, whoopty do. <laughs> That's where I'm at. Because Atlanta, we deserve more. Mm. We, we shouldn't be sitting here and going, man, we got Trey and we got all these nice pieces and we're a game under five. I'm like, we're barely, we're barely surviving. We're in the eighth spot. And you guys are satisfied? I said this earlier. I'm not satisfied. I'm not going to sit here and go, well, you know, take a few more years. No, it shouldn't. Brother, we're going to see. Meanwhile, the only other moves that are going on, the Lakers who drafted D'Angelo Russell decided five years later to get D'Angelo Russell back. (laughs) So multi-team deal. Uh, It involves three teams. I guess the moving parts, Conley would be on the move, and it looks like uh, Russell Westbrook would be going to Utah. So there's, there's potential movement in the West right now. All right, plenty more to get to. You guys can always find us on social media. Mike Bell, ATL. I'm at Put Him Up, see Dukes. And this radio show, Dukes and Bell 929. Mike, I, I'm going to let you do game winner, man. Yeah. Handle we got. It. Hey, man, great job today. Carl's got the Skyhawks. Where can they watch you calling Skyhawks tonight? Are we on NBA TV tonight? I think we're on NBA TV, certainly Peachtree TV. They, they do it on multiple platforms, so right we'll on. be on. You can find us, man. Carl and I had a great conversation to start the show about LeBron, where he sacks up, the great stuff about Kareem. Top three, MJ, Kobe, LeBron. Everyone's got theirs. All right, let's go the opposite direction tonight. Game winner, 404-741-0929. Your worst three players in the NBA. You witnessed them. You saw it. I'll start the bidding with Hano Matala from your Atlanta Hawks. He had umlets on his name, those little dots, like Motley Crue and Lowenbrow. (laughs) Hey, Carl, have fun down there. We're doing the game winner, the worst three NBA players you ever saw tonight. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, 
Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. And the winner is... Time to take the game winner on Dukes and Bell. Your last chance to sound off on today's show. So don't stink. Call now, 404-741-0929. Today's question... All right, guys, a lot of fun today about the legacy LeBron James last night surpassing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, all-time scoring leader in the NBA with Kareem sitting courtside. Phil Knight was there, talked about it earlier. Look, if there's going to be a great shot of uh, LeBron breaking that record, you're not taking it sitting courtside. Someone's going to have a photographer with a telephoto. Someone's going to have a better shot. I got a biggest kick out of when Michael Jordan hit one of his last shots, and all you see is people watching. Because, of course, the camera phone wasn't a thing, and all you saw was tons of people holding be in the moment. Let, put the, yeah, you can take a picture. You were there. But don't don't sit there. I mean, come on. Be in the moment experience and say you saw it. I don't know. Sound like my dad. 404-741-0929. Tonight's game winner. Not the great three. I'm going Michael Jordan, Kobe, LeBron. Because the first two had killer instincts. And LeBron is a man of his time. And we're soft. All right. So who is your worst three? There's some great names out there. Most of these names will be associated with being NBA draft busts. Because to whom much was expected, obviously, you're, you know, you got to step up. So we'll see what you guys have to say. Chris, who's up first tonight? DJ? Hey, man, you're in the game, bro. What's up, man? Hey, man. Excuse my voice, man. It's cracking. But I got a top three for you right here. Let's go. Kwame Brown. Come <laughs> on. All right. Let's see if you guys remember this guy. Big guy coming out of Georgetown. Had a lot of height. Seven foot three. Hasim Sabi. Yes. Matter of fact, he makes, there was a Sports Illustrated article, he makes the top 20 all-time work. So you're making, you're two for two right now, man. You're making progress. All right. And the third one you might not be familiar with if you kept up with Georgia high school basketball. But let's go Javaris Crittenton. He was <laughs> the man of Georgia Tech, Mr. Basketball. Right. And next thing you know, he's serving a life, a lifelong yeah. uh, trial for murder. Yeah, that went down. It was, that was over by uh, over here. Down, I'm pointing that over in Midtown. It was a shooting. Yeah, Javaris had a man. Yeah, that's a, that's a sad story. By the way, he nailed two of the three guys that are on the list of the all-time worst from Sports Illustrated. Nice shooting right there. Who's up next, Chris? It's like a submarine, by the way. I asked Chris. Chris asked Bo. Bo tells Chris. Chris tells me. Malcolm. Hey, man, you're in. Malcolm, you're in the game, man. What you got? All uh, right, yeah, the, the top, the worst three. Yeah. I got uh, Sebastian Telfair, Kwame <laughs> Brown, right, and uh, y'all might not agree with this, but Josh Smith. He reminded me of John Collins. All right. I can go with that. Kind of a man without a position. The ultimate tweener. 
That's not bad. By the way, one of the guys, I was just reading uh, another another website's got their top 30 all-time worst. I actually played craps with one of these guys. His name is Michael Oluwakandi, and he was a top draft pick. And years ago, we were out, this is uh, before I worked with Carl, I was out there for a fight. And it might have been, gosh, I might have been a middleweight fight. I might have been Joe Calzaghe taking on Bernard Hopkins. And we were at MGM. And it's like, I always like to get around of like craps in before you hit the airport. Because sometimes you get lucky on a getaway heater. And I run into Michael Oluwakandi and his extended family. Nicest guy in the world. Super friendly. I made, I, you know, I, his, his uh, mom got on a heater. She rolled for about 20 minutes. We all made some coin. Nice guy. Who's up next? We're talking about the other side. Not the greats, not the goats, but the worst in NBA history. Hey, Travis, man. Carl, by the way, he's not my silent partner. He's calling Skyhawks tonight uh, down at the arena in College Park. So, hey, Travis, what you got, man? Shout out to Carl. Hey, man. Hey, man. All right. Let's start right here in the A. Let's go with Priest Lauderdale. <laughs> let's, let's go up to Washington. Let's go George Murison. Beautiful. And then let's go over to the Clippers. I believe he was with Benoit Benjamin. Oh, this is some great names, man. You guys are killing it tonight. These are these are like all names that you live in infamy. Nobody has said it. Everybody's tweeted it. Nobody said it on the radio, but John Contact. And again, you can look at the draft picks. I knew that a lot of this was going to be kind of tethered to guys that were drafted in the top 10. Carl sat next to one of the great busts of all time, Greg Oden. He was on that near-death experience flight where they had all sorts of issues with the plane leaving Las Vegas a couple of years ago. Who's up next, Chris? Hey, man, Justin, in the game tonight, the three worst NBA players in your estimation. Hey, man. Hey, man. So, yeah, they kind of stole my thunder. I was going to say Kwame Brown. Uh, Greg Oden was the biggest bust ever. Mm. But I got one that got a lot of people excited up north. Kristaps Persingas, whatever the heck his stupid name was. Well, he's still a work in progress, but Luka didn't want to play with him. Remember, he wanted out of the Knicks. Where is Porzingis right now? Washington Wizards. You bet he is. <laughs> Some guys hit us up on the text line. Big country, Bryant Reeves. And a lot of people ask for a younger audience, why are the Memphis Grizzlies called the Grizzlies? Because when they started, they were in Vancouver. So I don't know how many bear attacks one gets on Beale Street, but in Vancouver, that's where they started. And Bryant Reeves, the big doofus from Oklahoma State. Has anyone said Adam Morrison yet? No, he also makes the top 20 list. Yeah, I mean, that, I remember the look for the mustache and the, just the, yeah, guns, we could do a whole show on Gonzaga busts. That's a good pull. Hey, man, who's up next? Frank the Tank. Hey, man, you're in the game, Frank. What you got? Hey, my, my number one bust is uh, Sheldon Williams. I mean, name another guy who was drafting the top five who's currently collecting spouse support from his wife. I mean, ex-wife. <laughs> That's how bad he is. And I mean, he, bro, I, I feel bad for Candace Parker. He, he turned her the other way. Bro, you nailed it. She was the primary breadwinner. For guys who don't remember Sheldon Williams, his eyes were like a hammerhead shark. His eyes were about like six inches apart. This was a dude, and for other guys who don't remember, you think it's bad right now? We had Billy Knight, and Billy Knight would go on and say, he would tell the entire league what his draft strategy was, and it was the craziest strategy you ever heard of. I mean, years where we really needed a point guard, and we went with Marvin Williams, and then Sheldon Williams. We could have had Chris Paul here. We could have, I mean, there's a bunch of point guards that could have been here, and Billy Knight, you know, John, John Chuckery jumps in the studio as Carl's off. Usually a general manager keeps the the cards close to the vest mm-hmm. and you don't give out your strategy he literally proclaimed he was taking marvin williams and did the same thing with sheldon williams how about the guys that we didn't take 
over Marvin Williams. Yeah, Chris, Chris Paul. Paul. Right. Like, and, and even Deron Williams. Right. Went to Utah, uh, right? Yeah. Right. I mean, goodness gracious. I mean, who would be your bottom? I mean, we're doing the bottom three today because everybody was talking about the GOAT with LeBron. Right. All-time scoring record. Who's your worst three off the top of your head? Okay, so for the Hawks, it's A.C. Law and Doug <laughs> Cheeseburger Edwards, who averaged mm. about two points per game in his NBA career. Oh. And then let's go old school with a couple more guys. Paul Mokeski and Uwe Bloff. Yes. I threw in Hanel Matala. Oh. <laughs> I mean, for guys who don't remember, we remember Josh Childress? Mm-hmm. There was always going to be a time Josh Childress was going to step up. Yeah, yeah, he went out a plane of Indiana. In, went a plane in Greece. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sometimes you could basically do the entire show. John Conkak, some guy said Priest Lauderdale earlier. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, A.C. Law and Doug Edwards, I mean, those – Doug Edwards was one of the worst players I've ever seen. He ate his way out of the league. It's true. I'm trying to think back. Um, who was the dude we got from Spain? He, he, he wore Eddie, Eddie, was it Eddie Tavares? Oh, Eddie Tavares, yeah. From Brazil, I think it was, yes. Yeah, who was going to right. be like Artis Gilmore. Like, everybody's like, oh, yeah, he's going to be the next great center. Right. They stashed and dashed him for years. Right. I guess Cam Reddish goes in that category. Unless he does something somewhere else, ain't going to happen in New York. Maybe in Greece. <sighs> And, by the way, have you ever seen Greek uh, basketball? There's, like, chicken wire. Because people are literally throwing objects at mm-hmm. you on the floor. It's the craziest yeah. damn thing. Yeah. It's like playing basketball in the courtyard during Midnight Express. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, there you go. Hey, man, what's coming up tonight? We've got uh, – we actually are – we uh, have an interview uh, that we're going to play f- speaking to Tony Khan, mm. who is the owner of AEW Wrestler, the uh, wrestling, uh, the son of Shad Khan, who right. owns the Jaguars and uh, everything. And then we'll talk to Lauren Williams about the Hawks' deadline mm. and uh, – you know, we'll see what uh, is going to happen. What do you think, man? I don't think anything's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, I just last night was a microcosm. Yeah. Everybody, you could never get five guys to all do their job at once on this team. You, you, you're not going to get a starter. I mean, you're not looking for a <laughs> starter. You're just looking for, I, I think, honestly, you're looking to cut salary. Well, I mean, are they just going to trade bogey because they don't want to, obviously, that, that jumps up incrementally next mm-hmm. year. Yeah. But then if you don't get the scoring in return, the fans will say that's a white flag because uh, you don't want to get in the luxury it's tax. It's the $18 million that his option is for next year. Right. That's all it is. Well, yeah. wasn't the die cast when they didn't go with Red Velvet? Did that kind oh, of? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When, when they traded him, that was all about the luxury. They are $1.9 million away mm. from the luxury tax. They do not want to go multiple years in the luxury tax as not a very good franchise. That's it. That's it, man. So don't expect much, but when things break, we'll pick up the pieces right here. John will get you started tonight in just minutes. Let's clear our throats. Dukes and Bella wrapping up another show. So it's time for Let Me Clear My Throat on Sports Radio 92.9. The game. All right, I threw out my show sheet. Who is the man who joined us from Kansas City covering the Super Bowl in Arizona? Jeff Fadoten from the Believe Network. He kind of reinstilled some confidence that Patrick Mahomes can pull the rabbit out of his hat against that really awesome Eagles defense. Arthur Blank joined us as well. And Connor Riley from Dog Nation. Follow him, K. Connor Riley. Tomorrow, what do we got? Who's coming up on the show? Uh, Bo, you want to tell us who we got coming up on the show tomorrow? It's a big show. It's oh, so big. It's so big. Well, I know that my buddy Matt Lombardo's coming on from Heavy on Sports. He is okay. out in Phoenix, senior national reporter. Got some one-on-one interviews that you guys can ask him about. Nice. And other guests to be added later. Hey, man, uh, just saw this today. Mike Norvell, the Florida State coach, signs a contract extension. Now, that's a good thing because you've got to prove that the coach is going to be around for a minute. But i got to be honest with you. You won 10 games. He's killing it in the recruiting. He's done a great job in the transfer portal. But to get a guy from four to half, almost double his salary, and then lock him in through, like, 2029, I just think let him do two good seasons. 
and then give them the contract extension. I've never understood why schools, and they do this all the time, outbid themselves. But Norville has become a hot property. Hopefully it's onward and upward if you're a Knowles fan, a lot of fans here in Atlanta. But still, in-game management, man, that's got to get tightened up. Hey, man, great job today by Bo and Chris and Carl down there doing Skyhawks. Catch them on Peachtree TV. We'll be back tomorrow with plenty of shenanigans. If you love the show, you tell your friends. If not, you and Michael Oluwakandi and Kwame Brown are playing some pickup. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.